This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. My name is Bethany, but most people call me B, and this is the Crazy Beautiful Life. I hope you're having a lovely day, no matter what you're up to right now. Maybe you're listening to this on a Monday, happy Monday, or maybe it's a different day of the week. Maybe you're out for a walk, you're driving, you're out for a jog, you're just chilling at home, doing all the things, whatever you're up to. I hope it's enjoyable, and I hope you're taking care of yourself and your health and your well-being and your head and your soul and your mind and all the things things. I am just in disbelief with Ontario right now. Honestly, it's freezing. (laughs) I'm sitting here with a blanket and a hot chocolate and fuzzy slippers. Like, I don't know what the heck happened. Uh, Like a week ago, it was like, I want to say like 18 or 20 degrees. And I almost like didn't even wear a jacket outside. And now it's freezing again. I am freezing. And you know, when you're so cold, it's like in your core. That's me right now. I am just freaking cold. But the first thing that I, that I wanted to mention in today's episode is that I have something really, really big launching on Saturday, May 1st at 9 a.m. And I've been sort of dropping hints all week on Instagram, like, oh, can't wait for May 1st, looking forward to May 1st. And some of y'all have sent me DMs like, what's happening on May 1st? And I just want to keep it a secret for a wee bit longer just so I can really, you know, build up that suspense and keep you guys questioning a wee bit I don't know I just think it's really fun to like build up the suspense and then drop it and then just like see your guys's reaction and your response and all of the things um but yeah I have something really big coming up on this Saturday at 9 a.m Saturday May 1st you need to make sure that you are following me on Instagram it's at bee.spiers that's at bspears so that you don't miss out on that drop but I'm really excited. I have been working on it for months and I just know that y'all are going to love it and I really hope that the response is good, (laughs) but I think it will be. Next thing that I'm really excited to share is that on Monday, May 3rd at 7 p.m., I am hosting a very, very special event called uh, Recharge Oh my gosh, it's literally escaped my brain. Oh, Recharge and Restore. So Recharge and Restore is coming Monday, um, May 3rd at 7 p.m. And it is going to be with the coolest person ever, the Urban Healer, or as I like to call her, Tamea. Now, the Urban Healer, she is a registered nurse, and she is also a yoga teacher and a Reiki master. So on Monday evening, Tamea is going to lead us through an event. It's going to be 75 minutes long. Half of the event is going to be a restorative yin yoga practice, and then the other half of the event is going to be Reiki. Now, I'm pretty excited because I have never done Reiki before, but I know it's a lot of like energy healing and Tamea is just going to fix us apparently and make us feel wonderful. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited. So it's a pay what you can charity event. So you can head to the link in my bio on Instagram 
and you can enroll um, there. My, my PayPal will be there so that you can donate whatever you like. And all of the donations that Tamea and I collect from this really special event are going to be going to Jesse's Center in Toronto. Now, Jesse's Center helps young moms, um, moms who are in vulnerable minorities, moms of lower socioeconomic status, as well as uh, young women who are pregnant. And they really provide them the social support and the security and the resources that they need in order to really succeed and to thrive um, in their lives. So they have a lot of support, a lot of support programs and help them getting jobs and all of these things. It is amazing, amazing organization. So all of the donations, like I said, are going to be going to Jesse's Center. So PayPal is in the link in my Instagram bio. You can click there. It will also be in the Facebook event. And I really, 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 want to bring us all together on this really special evening because I reached out on Instagram stories um, I want to say about a week ago and I said you know I know a lot of people are hurting right now I know that a lot of people are isolated and a lot of people are sad and angry and frustrated and I asked y'all how can I support you And a lot of you responded that you needed community, you needed support, you needed to be brought together with other people. Some of y'all responded and said, I just, I really need some yoga, like some good yoga with a good group of people. And I'm just so excited that we're able to do that. So I heard you guys, we're bringing it all together and we're all just going to come together in the most special and collective space obviously this is going to be a virtual event but the last time I did a virtual event the energy was so evident and I truly felt like I was there with all of y'all and I know that since we have the Urban Healer um, hosting this event and leading us through this that the energy is just going to be that much better and I I just I can't wait like I love Tamea so much. She has such incredible just healing and comforting powers but then also just bringing us all together and knowing that we are going to be supporting such an incredible organization is it's just going to be amazing. So I can't wait. Also, my goal for this event is to be able to donate $500 to Jesse Center. So I truly believe that with your help, we can achieve this. Maybe you can only donate $5. Maybe you can donate $2. Maybe you can donate $20. Whatever you can donate, all of the donations are welcomed with open arms, no matter how big nor how small. Do not feel like you can't come to this event because you cannot donate. If you can donate a dollar, then donate a dollar. Reflect on your financial position currently and then make the decision about how much you want to donate maybe search through a jesse's center um, facebook or not their facebook their website and get a little bit more of an insight as to who they are and what they do and how they support their community and how they support young mom young moms and women and pregnant women and young families and really help them out in order to succeed in society surf their website and then make the decision as to how much that you want to donate at this time and I will make sure everything gets sent over to them and they will use the money for continuing programming, clothing, education, things like that. So 
I'm really excited for Monday, May 3rd, as you can tell, and I just can't wait to see you all there. So you, if you are interested in coming, check out my Instagram. There'll be infographics there. I'll also be posting this in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. I'll also be making a Facebook event. I, I want you guys there. I want to bring the estrogen empire together. I want to bring our collective energy together, and I just want to you know, flow and restore and recharge in this space. If you guys remember, not too long ago, um, I would say about last year, uh, my roommates and I would always go to yoga on Monday nights at 7 p.m. And then Danny would pick us up from yoga and we would go and do groceries together and then we would get pad thai. I know if you're an OG podcast listener, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But yeah, every single Monday, me, Monica and Maddie would go to yoga on U of T campus, free 7 p.m. yoga. And then we would have our little Monday evenings together and they were so special and they're still so special to me. They're so sacred. Danny would always come pick us up from the gym in the car and then we'd all go do groceries and we get pad thai and then we would get kombucha and it was just like such a vibe and it was something that we did together and we really looked forward to it every single week and that 7 p.m class was actually taught by the urban healer by Tamea, which is how I came to know her was going to her weekly classes on Monday nights so I'm so excited to bring Monday nights back together with all of you special people for such an important cause and I can't wait so yeah Monday, May 3rd, really incredible event. Bring your family, bring your friends, and let's raise some money for a Jesse Center. And then Saturday, May 1st, really big launch for the Crazy Beautiful Life. Make sure you're following me on Instagram. I can't wait to tell you guys and like actually share what this is and what this is about and why I keep talking about May 1st, but y'all are gonna love it and I can't wait. So as you can tell, This past week, I have been grinding. I have been prepping for the big things that I just mentioned. I have been prepping for other events and other things that I can't tell y'all quite yet. And I've just been on the grind, on my computer, really on that wake up early, get shit done, go to work, come home from work, get shit done. And truthfully, the only thing that's been keeping me sane over this last wee while is daily movement. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about daily fitness or daily workouts or daily exercise or anything like that. I literally mean daily movement, which is just like the basics of committing to myself that I'm going to move every single day, no matter what. And sometimes I think, sometimes people think that, you know, health and wellness and exercise and fitness requires like daily one hour workouts, super high intensity, pounding your feet into the pavement, picking up heavy shit, like really doing those super focused, intense workouts. And truthfully, like that's just not it. Health and wellness is so much more than nailing your workouts. And I talked about this in an Instagram story recently. Now, If you really want to be like a healthy, active individual, then you need to commit to the most basic level of daily, daily movement. And that's what's been keeping me sane. Some days I do a workout. Some days I, you know, go really, really intense. And some days I just go for a walk and go look at the ducks. We know me. We know I love my ducks. But Yeah, it's just, it's something that's been keeping me sane. It's something that's been keeping me happy and keeping me motivated and inspired to keep on this really, really intense grind that I'm on right now of just pounding out a lot of things for you guys, a lot of projects that I can't wait for. 
But the other day I took a break and I went for a wee walk and I really want to talk about this because this walk was so funny. Sorry, I feel like I'm all over the place, but that's just the energy that we're dealing with today. So I hope you don't care. Um, the other day I went for a walk and I went for a walk because Danny was writing an exam. And since um, exams are like on the computer from home right now, he doesn't really get like a lot of privacy, if you will. Like I was I'm usually at work when Danny's doing his schoolwork and his exams and his lectures and stuff, but I was actually off on Friday and Danny had an exam and on my days off, like I genuinely can't sit still. Like I'm going to clean the entire apartment probably do all the laundry, probably clean the bathroom, probably rearrange the balcony, going to do like, I'm going to strip the beds, vacuum everything. Like I just, I can't sit still on my days off. I just can't. And I had a little bit of like not being able to sit still. And Danny was like, Hey, I need to do this exam. Like, can you like not move for the next two hours? And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go for the longest walk ever. I'm going to put on my jacket. I'm going to put on my running shoes and I'm just going to walk and I'm just going to see where the day takes me. And the night before, so Thursday evening, one of my really good friends had like a coaching call. It was a free masterclass and it was all about like human design and just like your vibe attracts your tribe and just like giving off the energy that you want to attract. So I was already sort of vibing and like a pretty high frequency on Friday morning. You know, I was like feeling good and I was just like happy. Like I, I read my book, had good coffee. I was just like in a really good mood and I was like, okay, you know what? Danny needs to focus on an exam. Yep. I'm leaving off on my walk. I go, I put on this new playlist that I made called Warmer Days and it's all like really good like feel good golden hour indie folk pop kind of songs like that you know that shit that you listen to and you're like wow this is like feel good music that's what Warmer Days is it is a feel good playlist and I literally just like felt like I was beaming from within like as I was walking along I was like not dancing but not not dancing like my my arms definitely weren't just walking but they weren't dancing I don't even know how to describe what I'm talking about right now but basically I was just vibing high and I was just so happy it was such a beautiful day and I was just having a good freaking walk so I was like you know what I'm gonna walk to one of my favorite beaches so I walked to my favorite beach which is just by my house and I went and I sat down and just opened up my book and started reading and then out of nowhere I see like this group of people start arriving on their bikes like all sort of one by one and just like parking their bikes on the beach and sitting in like a massive massive social distance circle like a massive circle you guys and everyone was wearing masks of course and I'm kind of like watching them from afar like what is this group doing like I can sort of tell that they're up to something and next thing I know Everybody in this group starts stripping off into their bathing suits and they go running into the lake. Now, it's still really freaking cold in Ontario. Like, I think it was like three degrees or something today. They all go running into Lake Ontario. And I am in disbelief. Like, I... I just couldn't believe what I was witnessing. And I'm obviously watching them at this point. Like I'm watching them all go into the water, do their ice plunge, everything like that. And I'm just like, no freaking way. Like no freaking way. And I just so happened to be at the right place at the right time watching this group. 
So one of the individuals comes out of the water and they see me sort of like looking and they come over to me and they stay like probably 20 feet away from me. And they were like, oh, are you coming in? And I was like, I didn't even know you guys did this. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. Like, otherwise I would totally come in the water. Like, I love ice plunging. You guys, if you haven't ice plunged before, you need to. It makes your body feel so good. You feel electric. You feel light. You feel phenomenal. Like phenomenal. You feel so good after going in ice cold water. I did it a bunch during varsity. Obviously we had ice tubs all the time. And then I did an ice plunge uh, around my birthday with my sister's boyfriend. And it just felt incredible. One of my best friends ice plunges all the time. And it's just something that I'm really, really interested in. So yeah, he comes over and he's really far and he's wearing a mask and he's like, Oh, like we do this all the time. You have a Facebook group. Like you should join. Like, are you not in the Facebook group? Like we thought that's why you were like sitting here. And I was like, no, like, I just love this beach. Like, this is my favorite beach. And I just like come here to like sit sometimes and just like be and enjoy. And they, he's like, yeah, totally. Like, you should do it next time. And he goes back with the group. And um, then I, I start leaving the beach and I want to continue on with my walk. And on like my way passing them on the beach, I meet a couple other people in the group. And they're like, yeah, we're cold water swimmers. We've been doing this all winter long and we do it like pretty much every day. And we just put up a Facebook post, you know, who's coming and we ice plunge. And I was so taken aback because I kid you not, you guys, I have been looking for a cold water swimming group in my neighborhood and I didn't find one. I joined a bunch of different Facebook groups called like cold water, cold water, Canada, cold water, swimming, Canada. I joined a bunch of different ones and I didn't find this specific one which just so happened to be in my specific area and I was just at this point like I'm feeling incredible like what are the odds I go to this beach all the time I hadn't bumped into them and then today I was just vibing so high I was feeling so good and I was just listening to good music and just like having a freaking day and I bump into a group that I have been waiting to bump into for so long And that just goes to show your vibe attracts your tribe. Now, I haven't gone ice plunging with them yet, and I definitely will be going ice plunging with them in the near future. But if you didn't know this, Lake Ontario is a cold water lake and it actually takes all season long. So the warmest like when Lake Ontario is at its warmest is actually in October. So yes, obviously the lake is going to get warmer very soon, but I still really want to ice plunge with them while it's still cold. And yeah, it was just so cool. So I carried on with my walk and I went home and I joined their Facebook group. And it, there's some people who are my age. There's some people who are older than me, younger than me. Um, there's girls and, and men and, you know, lots of individuals. It's a very diverse group. And I am just so excited and so looking forward to this because I just feel like I've been looking for this and I finally found it. So that is what's up and I'm really happy about it. Yeah. So that that's what's up. Um, recently my commitment to health and wellness has been keeping me afloat. So that walk was really, really good. It really boosted my energy. Um, but just throughout all of this and throughout everything that's going on, my commitment to me and my commitment to my being and my health and my fitness and my nutrition has just been really, really, really helpful. And it's been really great to prove to myself that no matter what is going on, my temple, my permanent home, my body matters. And I notice a huge, like a massive shift 
in my energy and in my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions on the days I do work out and the days that I don't work out. Like seriously, like the days that I work out, I feel good. And the days that I don't work out, I start feeling shitty and I'm like, oh my God, we're never going to recover from this. Ontario, bullshit, 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 vaccines, all this crazy stuff. And I just spiral and I start to feel like crap. And then the days that I do work out, I really notice that I am more optimistic. I have more energy. I feel less fatigued. I feel happier. I feel like I have more of a purpose. It's just way better. The days that I work out are just way, way, way better. And I wanted to know how you guys were doing with with your workouts. And, you know, the gyms in Ontario have been closed for quite a wee while. They opened in like non-GTA but they they haven't been open in the GTA since I think October gyms in the GTA closed like I think around October 12th or something like that I want to say um and they they just haven't opened so a lot of people in the GTA have not been to the gym in a very long time and then people outside of the GTA did um go to the gyms and then they closed again and and it's just hard like it's it's really hard to stay motivated and to keep doing your at-home workouts and all of those things so I asked you guys in Instagram stories how many of you were still killing your at-home workouts and it was actually about a 60-40 split so about 60% of you are still really killing the game doing your at-home workouts and about 40% of you said nah I'm not on the at-home workout grind anymore or I never was. Now if you've fallen off the grind you know the kinesiologist in me wants to lecture the shit out of you (laughs) and tell you all the ways that movement is critical. But I wanted to touch upon a study. I'm not going to lecture you guys too much, (laughs) but I am going to touch upon a study that really, really is important. It came out this week. So this study found that patients who participate in government-recommended levels of physical activity, which is 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity every single week, had significantly decreased chances of hospital admission and severe infection with COVID-19. And this was a massive, massive sample. They actually studied, I think... um, retrospectively about 45 or 48,000 people who had tested positive for COVID and those who were meeting the government guidelines prior to infection were way better off in the long run. They had less chance of being admitted to the hospital, less chance of severe illness. So exercise is really important, you guys. Exercise is so, so, so important. You know it's good for cancer prevention, treatment, and rehabilitation. You know you need to exercise for your mental health due to endorphins you know it's really good for blood sugar control and bone remodeling I can go on and on and on and on and I can lecture you guys on and on and on and on about why you need to be exercising but I know you guys know that I know you need to exercise because it's critical for your health and longevity and we just need to keep our bodies moving especially now where many of us are spending a lot more time at home we're becoming a lot more sedentary we have way higher higher stress levels. We have just in general, we're just not our healthiest selves right now because of everything that is going on. And we just need to take the time to nurture our forever homes. We need to take the time to prioritize our health and our wellness. It is so crucial and critical. You guys need to exercise, okay? So if if you're one of those people that said, 
I've fallen off the bandwagon or if you are struggling to stay active at home, I know it's hard. I hear you. I also have fallen off the bandwagon and jumped back on and fallen off and jumped back on. But if this pertains to you, and if you need some tips to get back on the at-home exercise game, I've got five tips for you. So please keep listening to this episode. I'm going to give you all five tips for how to stay active at home. Let's get into it. Okay, guys, so five tips for staying active at home and keeping yourself on that exercise grind. Let's do it. So tip number one is to commit to daily movement. Now, I talked about this a wee bit in the intro, but I want to talk about this a little bit more and sort of expand on this in this section. So tell yourself and make a commitment to yourself. Write it down. Put it somewhere that you are going to see every day. Add a reminder in your phone. Do whatever you can to remind Remind yourself to commit to daily movements every single day. Now, you don't need to necessarily work out with like the typical workout every single day. You don't need to do hit or cardio or weights or run or bike or whatever. You just need to commit to moving in any way that you possibly can. And this also provides a lot of freedom. So the days that Maybe you don't have enough time and you say, oh, I don't have enough time to do a workout today. Then you can tell yourself, yeah, maybe I don't have enough time to do a workout today, but I do have enough time to go for a 30-minute walk on my lunch. Or maybe I don't have enough time to do a workout today, but I do have enough time to do you know, a 15-minute mobility video on YouTube while I have a wee snack or something like that. So commit yourself. Daily movement every single day, no matter what. And this allows for the variability of your day-to-day mood, your day-to-day lifestyle, day-to-day schedule, and all of those sorts of things. So the so that no matter what you are moving, we need to move. We can't keep sitting at our desk all day, sitting at work or standing at work in one position. We need to make sure that we are moving our bodies and our joints and our muscles and our limbs and all of the things every single day because that is what is so important for longevity. You guys, I don't do crazy one hour workouts every single day. Hell, I barely even do 45-minute workouts. I typically only work out for about 30 minutes every single day. Or if I don't feel like working out, I'll go for like a one-hour walk or something like that. But in the mornings, like I don't wake up and work out for an hour. Like I just don't. My current lifestyle and my current schedule and priorities just don't allow for that. What I typically do is 30 minutes of like super intense physical activity um, right in the mornings. So I wake up, I read for a wee tiny bit, and I also don't have a time limit for how long I read. It's just sort of whatever I'm feeling in that moment. And while I'm reading, I drink my coffee. And then when I'm done with my coffee, I do my workout. Now, sometimes I'll do, like I said, a really intense hit or cardio 30-minute video. Sometimes I will make up my own circuits and I'll do more of a strength base. This also changes depending on where I am in my menstrual cycle. And sometimes I go for a run, maybe like six or seven kilometers. Sometimes I'll go for a bike ride. Sometimes I'll go for a walk. But I've committed that no matter what I am moving every single day. Now, one of my favorite ways to implement 
daily movement, no matter what, is actually after dinner. Now, this was something that started during the first quarantine. So back in March of 2020, I started doing my after dinner activities and I love them to this day. And I honestly think that after dinner activities are going to be part of my life for the rest of my life. But during the first quarantine, um, after dinner, we started going for walks and we would go around like sunset time, like right after dinner when we were finished cleaning up. And it was just so enjoyable. We started going with my mom and my siblings and my dogs and it was just so lovely. And then when Danny and I got back to Toronto and we were with my roommates again, we started playing spike ball after dinner some nights. We would just go over to the park and play a wee bit of spike ball. Some nights we would go for a rollerblade after dinner, which is so much fun. I love rollerblades rollerblading. I'm still not the best at hills. Hills are honestly terrifying. You guys, if you ever see a rollerblader going down a hill, just pray for them and don't film it because they're probably going to eat shit or they're going to scream and get scared. But yeah, sidetrack. Sometimes we would go rollerblading. Sometimes we would spike ball. Sometimes we would just go for a nice really long walk like down to Trinity Bellwoods or something like that. But after dinner activities is one of my favorite ways to committing to daily movement. Now I did touch upon this in my Instagram stories as well, but going for a walk after dinner is also really, really good for digestion. And some of y'all had some questions about this. I'm going to let you know. When you go for a walk, a brisk walk of 10 minutes or more after eating a meal, so typically you have a little bit of time, you know, you eat dinner and maybe you clean up the table, like you don't do the full cleanup, you don't do all the dishes and all the things, but you know, you have about 10 minutes after dinner where you're just sort of putting things away, putting things in the sink or the dishwasher or whatever it may be, and then you go for a walk. Now, it does have to be a brisk walk, like I mentioned, but this actually stimulates the smooth muscle in your core, in your tummy, in your belly, whatever you want to call it, in your abdominal cavity. It stimulates your smooth muscle, your, your intestines, and it causes what is known as peristalsis, which is the con- slow contraction and relax- relaxation of your smooth muscle, your stomach and intestines, like I mentioned. And this actually really helps with digestion. So this can be great for someone who is experiencing uh, constipation, someone who maybe has really, really slow digestion, or someone who gets like bloating and discomfort after food, and you really want to help just move things along. A brisk walk after dinner is actually supported by the science to be really helpful. The other thing that a brisk walk can do after dinner is it can really help with blood sugar control. So you eat something, your blood sugar goes up, and then when you actually use your muscles, your muscles then take up that blood sugar. So that would then lower your blood sugar. So you're taking the sugar from the blood, storing it in the muscles as muscle glycogen, and that brings your blood sugar back down, which can be really helpful for having a good night's rest and um, can be really helpful if you are experiencing um like pre-diabetes or insulin resistance and things like that. So yeah, going for a brisk walk after dinner is a really, really effective way and a fun way to implement and commit to daily movement. I also love going for walks after dinner because I just find that it's a wee pocket of time that it's just Danny and I and it's uninterrupted and we can just chit chat about our day and what the things we need to do tomorrow and the things we need to do the day after and I just love it and most of the time after dinner too is also around golden hour and sunset so 
it's just a really beautiful time to just get in a little bit of movement. So if that's all you can do right now, if you're like, I can't commit to much more than just going for a walk after dinner, then I highly recommend getting that into your day. Maybe your daily movement looks like going a jog, going for a jog around the block, or maybe your daily movement looks like going for a 10K run. No matter what it is, if it's a quick 15-minute Pilates video on YouTube or a one-hour-long strength session, no matter what it is, commit to daily movement every single day. Okay? Cool. Tip number two is to get yourself an accountability partner. Now, this tip is huge. Accountability partners are massive in increasing your extrinsic motivation as well as the literally in the word, having someone to hold you accountable to keep you motivated and inspired to continue to show up for yourself and for them. If you guys remember back in 2020, I think around June it was, I did the Sarah's Day Sweat It to Shred It program with some of my gal pals and it was so much fun. So basically what we did is every day that there was a workout, we would FaceTime and we would try and pick a time that we could all show up on FaceTime. But I think at the beginning there was about five of us and I think three or four of us made it through all the way until the end. But we really held each other accountable. So the days that maybe you couldn't join the group FaceTime, you were sending a message in the group later in the day of your face all sweaty or the day after or whatever it may be saying, yep, I did it. I you know, did the workout um, for this, this day, this week, this program. And it was so much fun. Like we literally jumped on FaceTime pretty much every morning. And it was also just like really like nice to see my friends and to have a little chit chat with them and sometimes we would chit chat like while we were doing the workout and it was just awesome like I did the whole damn thing start to finish I think it was eight weeks long or something like that it was either six or eight weeks I can't really remember but it was just so awesome to have those people to hold me accountable and just show up for them and show up for me like I just found that it was way 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 better to have that accountability partner Another way that you can have an accountability partner is if you do have an Apple Watch. If you don't have an Apple Watch, protect your coin. You don't need to buy anything unnecessary. But if you do have one already, I highly recommend adding your friends on Apple Watch and doing a fitness competition. Now, this can be really fun. It's a week long and you really are com competing in live time for who gets in the most exercise or the most movement the most like closing of your rings if you have an apple watch you know what i'm talking about in a week and i just find that super fun i've done it with my sister i've done it with one of my friends it's just really fun and the other thing i love doing on apple watch is just seeing what my friends are up to and you know if my friend is having a low movement day sending them a message like hey girl get going or if my friend just completed a walk or a run or a workout it will show up on your apple watch and i can say like great workout like good job with like like their little automated responses. I just think that it is so much fun. So try and find someone who is like-minded to you, who wants to exercise every day, who wants to move, or 
Maybe it's not every day. Maybe it's three times a week. Maybe it's twice a week. Maybe it's once a week. Find someone that you can meet up with on FaceTime every week, every couple days, every day to get in your workouts and to just really hold each other accountable to committing to your health and your fitness and your wellness. Now, one of the things that also is included in the World Health Organization definition of um, wellness is social wellness and social well-being. So that is also something that really helps with having an accountability partner. It's just having that social factor where, you know, you just say, hey, how's it going? How's your day? Let's get the workout in. And just increasing our social interactions as much as we can virtually right now until we can all be back together in person, um, I think is like really, really, really beneficial. And I love it. So yeah, that is definitely one of the biggest tips that I can recommend is to get yourself an accountability partner or get yourself a group of accountability partners so that you can all hold each other accountable and keep working towards your goals. I swear it works really, really well. But choose wisely. Don't get yourself an accountability partner who's going to let you slack off, who's or if, if that's what you're into, cool, but that just doesn't work for me. For me, I need the type of accountability partner who's going to be like, hey, you didn't do the workout yesterday and I need you to do it. So can you send me that sweaty photo of your face after you've done it? Or someone who's going to be like, hey, like we got to get back on, like we've fallen off. Come on, let's get our shit together. Let's go. Like you don't want to an accountability partner who's just going to be someone who's going to be like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's okay. But like, you need that little push, that little motivation, that little bit of oomph to like sort of keep you going, if you know what I mean. So tip number one, commit to daily movement. And tip number two is to get an accountability partner or ask a friend if they want to do it with you. My, which leads me into my third tip, which is to try competing or completing a fitness challenge. Now, like I said before, protect your coin. I know a lot of people are experiencing financial struggle right now and I feel you. I hear you. It is a hard world in a finance game right now. Money is just not where it needs to be. Um, but that's okay because there are a ton of free fitness programs, fitness challenges, and things that you can do like I said, totally free. Um, so you don't have to worry about that. Or if you can pay for a program or like classes or something like that, I think that that is an excellent way to go. And I, I highly recommend another free uh, challenge that you could try is through Strava. Strava does a ton of monthly or weekly challenges. You just go on Strava, click on challenges, and then you can sign up. So it'll be like, walk 50k, bike 50k, run 50k, or, you know, try and run a total of 200 kilometers this month. And it's a little challenge that you can sort of chip away at all month long. And I love that about Strava. Totally free. Really, really great. You can, you can do the challenge. You can see if your friends are doing the challenge. And then if you complete the challenge, it like adds a little icon in your trophy case on Strava. I think it's super cool. And that's some free things that I love to do. I know Blogilates. Blogilates is the OG YouTube fitness gal. I absolutely love Cassie Ho. She is literally one of the reasons that I fell in love with health and wellness. I just love her two bits. And Cassie Ho does monthly calendars that you can actually print out. And it'll literally be a full month's 
worth of workouts in the calendar and then you know it's Monday morning per se and you see okay I have to do this video this video and this video and then he actually gets to check off the little boxes and she does those every single month blogilates monthly calendar completely free and it tells you exactly which workout videos that you should do I highly recommend those challenges are so much fun and Cassie Ho just has the best energy she is bubbly she is inspiring she is lighthearted. her workouts are enjoyable they make you feel fierce and sexy and strong and I love them so that's another free one that I totally recommend I've taught free classes Um, there's a lot of instructors and a lot of kinesiologists and personal trainers teaching free classes right now whether it be via Instagram live or zoom just keep searching through Instagram hey I might even offer some more free classes (laughs) in the near future Um, but yeah there's a ton of uh, youtubers and uh, people on Instagram offering free classes right now free challenges free programs so look around for those If you can invest in a program or in a class, I definitely recommend uh, Sarah's Day. I think Sarah's Day's fitness programs are incredible. There is Sweat It, Shred It, and Sweat It Reload. Actually, that's the one Anastasia and my friends and I did. We didn't do Sweat It to Shred It. We did Sweat It Reload, which is part two. But those are like ebook fitness fitness, um, programs. Uh, My friend Odetta has an incredible fitness program called the 30 Day Transformation. I highly recommend. Uh, Beverly Chang has one and through her platform which is Born to Sweat I will put all of these in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group but I highly recommend if you are struggling right now if you just can't seem to stay on that health and wellness game if you can't seem to get yourself to be active I highly recommend finding a challenge or a program and committing to it and even like grabbing maybe your mom or your sister or your friend or your boyfriend and saying hey let's do this program together let's do this challenge together and it's just so much easier to stay committed because one there's a program you're not just like choosing random things every single day you know what you need to do you can see it on paper And then when you finish it, you're like, whoa, I just completed like an eight week program or like, whoa, I just completed a four week program or a one month program instead of like, oh, we've been exercising for a month straight. Like it's that accomplishment. Like when you finish a fitness program, it just feels so good. So last year around this time, I did Odetta's 30 day total body transformation. And then I immediately followed it up with Sarah's day sweat at reload. And the accomplishment of finishing those two programs was so freaking good and also finishing it alongside a group of people it just it felt amazing so if you're struggling with staying motivated right now I highly recommend a fitness challenge or program they are so effective and they're really enjoyable and you know you feel pretty good when you complete them okay Tip number four for staying active while you're at home is to utilize habit stacking. Now, I touched upon habit stacking previously um, in my last podcast, but I want to talk about it again because I think it is such a useful tool that is just so simple. So we learned about habit stacking from the book Atomic Habits. I loved that book. I actually just finished it and I'm probably going to read it again. Um, I just think that there's so much valuable information in that book and I want to read it again and start bookmarking like like putting, I like to put little flags, like little flag sticky notes and all the important information. And I might even like, I don't want to do a summary of the book because it's not my book, but 
I kind of want to talk about that book more because Atomic Habits is so good for really changing the way that you think about your goals and the things that you want to achieve. And it really emphasizes that like every goal you want to achieve is based on the habits that you do daily. So if your goal is to lose 15 pounds, you know, if you're constantly focused on lose 15 pounds, lose 15 pounds, lose 15 pounds, you're probably not going to lose 15 pounds. But if you focus on the daily habits, the daily healthy habits of committing to exercise every single day, getting in your steps, getting in your water, eating healthy, those are the things, those habits are what are going to get you to your goal. So I love the book Atomic Habits and I've pulled so much info so much useful information from there but (laughs) um, habit stacking is basically saying out loud after I blank I will blank and this is what I use in my life for ensuring that I get in my workouts I do my workouts and I live a healthy active lifestyle so after I finish up finish cleaning up dinner I will go for a walk after I drink my morning coffee I will do my exercise. It's it's really that simple. And it's an audible like phrase that you say to yourself that just really ingrains those habits within you. And then eventually, once you've been utilizing habit stacking for a wee while, your those things just become autonomous. Like they just happen. You know, I finish my coffee and my body just goes, oh, it's time to work out. Or, you know, I finish cleaning up dinner and my body just goes, oh, it's time to go for a walk. They really, really do become habitual. And a really good example of this is my sister. So my sister used to come home from work, I think every evening around like 630 or so. And then she would drive to Peterborough which is about 45 minutes to the gym because where we live, we don't have a gym. So she would have to drive to the gym and she would usually exercise from like, I want to say like 8 PM until like 9:30, and then she would drive home. And it was so funny because this became so habitual after I finished work, I will go to the gym that her body would actually ramp up in the evenings and the nights that she didn't go to the gym, she would have this huge surge of energy at like 9 PM because her body's like, Hey, we're supposed to be at the gym right now. Like it really just became part of her autonomous being. And it was so funny because yeah, it was just like, it was like clockwork. Like her body just knew like we should be at the gym right now. Like, oh, we're not at the gym right now. Like what the heck? Now we have all this extra energy. Like it's just funny. But yeah, when you utilize habit stacking after I blank, I will blank. After I finish eating my lunch, I will go for a 30 minute walk. Or after I close my laptop at the end of the day, I will do a 30 minute hit workout with Heather Robinson on my TV. Habit stacking is awesome. So write it down. After I blank, I will blank. Fill it in and get your shit done, girl. Get those workouts in. Use habit stacking and really ingrain it in your being because that is what's going to make it sustainable and that's what's going to keep you healthy and fit and active for life is really making it part of who you are, making it part of your day and making it not something that you have to think a whole lot about like, oh fuck, I got to make time to work out today or like, oh god damn it, I, I don't have enough time to go for a one hour walk. It just becomes part of your day, part of your being. It's just something that you do. And I think it's a really, really useful tool. And after a while, it will become autonomous. So try habit stacking. All right. Last but not least, tip number five. This sounds 
So simple, but it is find what you love. Seriously, you guys, the days of doing exercise that you hate are over. If you're if you hate the workouts that you're doing, stop doing them. Just stop. Like I am so sick of hearing people doing workouts and participating in physical activity that they absolutely despise because they are chasing down a certain fatigue or they are chasing down uh, a certain I don't know, like they just they they want to be someone I don't know how to word this. Basically, I'm sick of people doing exercise that they hate just because they are chasing a certain result. And like that's done. We're not doing that. We're not forcing ourselves to eat food that we hate. We're not forcing ourselves to do exercise that we hate just so we can achieve whatever it is that's on the other side. What is so important for health and longevity is doing exercise that you enjoy. Because if you're forcing yourself all the time to do exercise that you hate and you know, you're determined, like you have that determination to force yourself and that motivation to force yourself, but you're going to develop such a negative relationship with exercise that is just not going to be sustainable because eventually that motivation and that determination is going to run out and you're going to stop exercising you're going to fall off the bandwagon you're not going to be doing it and you're going to become sedentary whereas if you're doing something that you genuinely enjoy something that makes you feel good in in your heart in your soul in your mind in your body exercise that makes you happy exercise that you think is fun or challenging or engaging then you're going to develop a good relationship with exercise because then you're going to want to do more of those things we shouldn't be using exercise as punishment we shouldn't be using cardio as punishment we shouldn't be forcing ourselves to do things that we absolutely despise because it is the right thing to do. There are a million and one ways to exercise. There are different workouts, different YouTube videos, different programs. Like heck, like there's rollerblading, there's playing tennis, there's so many different things that you can do to develop a really healthy relationship with exercise and find the things that you love. For example, Danny and I love bike riding. We love riding right now. It is so much fun. Like we love to go for a good bike ride. It is enjoyable. And because we enjoy it, we are more likely to do that all of the time. Danny also really loves to play tennis and he's really freaking good at it. And guess what, guys? That's exercise. Like there are so many different ways to be physically active. It's not just about doing push-ups and squats and picking up heavy shit and putting things back down. Like it's not about those sweaty, like, intense workouts like in your basement like exercise looks so different in so many different ways and you just have to keep trying different things until you find out the things that you enjoy like I said Danny really enjoys tennis so we like to go play tennis I'm shite at it but it's really fun and it's a good way to stay active throughout the winter Danny and I really loved skating (laughs) and that's also exercise was going to the Bentway at nighttime and going skating together like that is a totally like valuable form of exercise and it's enjoyable and because we enjoy it we're more likely to keep doing it maybe you really enjoy like dance style workouts there are so many cool like dance and zumba style workouts online and they are just as good and just as effective as you know a hit or a pilates or a strength workout 
there are people who love um, running and I love running. I freaking love running, but I'm never going to tell someone you need to start running because running does X, Y, Z for you. Even though you hate it, you need to go run. No, like don't do exercise that you hate. It's that simple. One of my best friends loves using the Peloton app and she doesn't have a Peloton here in Toronto, um, but there's all sorts of different workouts on the Peloton app. There's mindfulness, yoga, there are like Pilates, body weight, like there's so many different kinds of workouts on the Peloton app and she absolutely loves it, like loves it, loves it, loves it. And because she loves it, she's more likely to do it. Move Fitness in Toronto offers a lot of different virtual classes that are functional based. Some people love long endurance cycling like Danny and I. Um, Another really good one is HasFit on YouTube. Uh, they have like couples. So there's a there's a gentleman and a, and a lady and they do workouts together and each of them shows different modifications depending on where you're at in your fitness journey. And those are really enjoyable. So Danny loves HasFit. So he does them all the time. I love Blogilates. So I do them all the time. I also love Heather Robinson. There are just a million and one different ways to be physically active and we don't need to be forcing ourselves to do shit that we absolutely hate just because we feel like we need to do it. Keep experimenting, keep trying different activities. Maybe it's Tai Chi or boxing or swimming or or rollerblading or playing tennis or geocaching or sailing or rock climbing or whatever it may be. Keep trying out different things and different activities and try and find a way that is active that you enjoy. And then once you enjoy it, you will be so much more likely to do it and then it will become a sustainable thing for being fit for life essentially. Fit for life is something that a lot of kinesiologists are focusing on right now. Currently the average Canadian um, does not meet their physical activity requirements. In fact only 15% of Canadians are reaching the recommended 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity every single week. Only 15% of Canadian adults are reaching that standard and we know that exercise and movement and aerobic exercise specifically as well as strength and resistance exercise is crucial for health and longevity and we see a lot of people stop exercising through their 20s and especially fall off in their 30s. So what we need to do is we need to create a population where exercise is is sustainable and people are fit for life because they enjoy what what they're doing and also because the exercise is just part of their day. It's just part of their lifestyle. It's just something that they do. They go and meet up with friends for instead of sitting down at the bar, they go and meet up with their friends and go for a walk and grab coffee or, you know, instead of having your, you know, instead of watching TV in the evenings, just sitting on the couch, maybe you implement into your lifestyle that you're going to watch TV sitting on, sitting on a stationary bike, for example. So this is something that we really, really want to do is we want to build habits and we want to build exercise and movement into our lives so that it is enjoyable, it is sustainable, and is part of who we are so that we can become fit for life. And that is what is missing from the health and fitness world in my opinion, is we're really chasing these physiques and we're chasing these results and we're chasing all of these things that those motivations eventually wear out and then we stop exercising. So, you know, we don't, eventually we 
you know, maybe we're, we're chasing a physique, for example, and eventually we don't really care for that physique anymore. And we don't need to, you know, keep chasing it, chasing it, chasing it. So we just stop exercising altogether. And that is why I think that these five tips are so important, especially while we're at home right now, is to just building up our capacity to be fit for life and making sure that we are moving even though we are at home. In summary, do whatever you can to get yourself moving today, tomorrow, and every single day going forward. For health and wellness, perfection doesn't matter. So say you really want to start exercising every single day and you miss a day, perfectionism doesn't matter. What matters is that you are consistent. So if you miss a day, it is no big deal. Like don't just be like, oh, I missed a day. Damn it. I I screwed my goal. I'll try again next month. No. If you miss a day, get right back on it tomorrow. We need consistency if we really want to be healthy and live long, mobile, strong, and fun lives. So there you have it, you guys, my five tips for staying active at home. I hope that you guys find these tips useful, and I guess I will just summarize them really quickly. Tip number one, commit yourself to daily movement no matter what, no matter what your schedule is, no matter what your day involves, daily movement, whether it's 15-minute jog around the block, whether it's 45-minute workout, or maybe it's just going for a 10-minute walk after dinner, commit yourself to daily movement. Tip number two is to grab yourself an accountability partner, someone that you can rely on and depend on to keep you active and healthy, someone who is not going to be any bullshit. They're going to tell you how it is. They're going to tell you if you're slacking off. They're going to help you get back on the bandwagon when you may have fallen off. Grab yourself an accountability partner to try and keep each other motivated while I know motivation is at an all-time low right now while we're all stuck at home. Tip number three is to try a fitness challenge or a program. Get out of your comfort zone. Try something new and try and accomplish something. Try and see a program from start to finish. And if you miss a day, it doesn't matter about perfection. It matters about being consistent. So try a fitness challenge. Try a fitness program. There are so many free ones that you can find online. There are different eBooks. There are different fitness professionals selling their programs. Try a fitness program. I highly recommend. Tip number four to stay active at home is to utilize habit stacking. Tell yourself after I blank, I will blank. After I have my morning coffee, I will do a 30 minute hit session. After I close my computer at the end of the day, I will go for a one hour walk. After I finish eating my lunch, I will do a 15 minute mobility session try utilizing habit stacking and tip number five is to find exercise that you love because that is what is important for overall health longevity sustainability enjoyment and being fit for life there are a multitude of different activities out there that you can try there are a million and one different ways to be active to get in your exercise to get in your 150 minutes there are a million and one ways to do it it doesn't have to be doing push-ups and squats and deadlifts in your basement it doesn't have to be you know going on long runs if you hate running find what you love and do it all the time and don't get discouraged if the thing that you once love and the type of physical activity that you once that you once loved 
changes. Things will change. Your interests will change. And you just have to be open and excited when those things change. So say you love running and then all of a sudden you, you don't love running anymore. That's cool. Try and find different types of ways to be physically active that you enjoy. All right, you guys, there you have it. Five tips for staying active and healthy and fit while we are all at home. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so, so, so very much. I will see you for the big launch on Saturday, May 1st, and I will see you on Monday, May 3rd at 7 p.m. for Restore and Recharge with the Urban Healer in support of Jesse Center. I cannot wait. You guys, I'm so excited. I love you all, and I will see you in my next podcast. It is a beautiful Thank you so much for listening to The Crazy Beautiful Life. If you'd like to leave me an Apple Podcast review, I would really appreciate it. And make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I'll see you all next Monday. It is a beautiful life.